0: This is a radio station of the SDC radio networks.
1: Lock it on to the best station on the net around the planet on the World Wide Web. The Daily Dose. Don't go anywhere in the mix.
2: listening to the award-winning radio show from sdc radio works this is smith bits talk
1: radio magazine with your host kenneth howard smith thanks for listening
3: Uh, thank you for listening today is january the 15th uh, uh, 2021 hope it will be a better day Friday, early in the morning, watching the sun come up, I looked up at the chicken coop so the girls can get out. But I've been looking at it right now, kind of still dark kind of, They don't get too so soon the sun's up, they may jump out the cave, but the doors are open. Never talk about the, the birds or the chickens have flown in the coop. Now. They do not fly to the coop until the sun. Soon as soon the sun comes up, you see reflecting off the glass or in the ground. Then you jump out by the cage. Crazy, huh? You Mainly, know? that's how they work. It's kind of a lot of logic to that. Speaking of... Jumping out of the coop when the sun comes up. I've got four... I've got four... Uh, Shows today. Actually, I got four. I should say four little sound bites for the show today. And I'm going to start off with uh, Malcolm Nance. He is the uh, counterinsurgent specialist. Uh, he wrote two really amazing books before Trump became president. One well, was called The Betrayal. The Betrayal of America. I believe. Frank her and, in, and another couple of books about how insurgency has infiltrated our society and it's uh, causing all the problems. Now, he wrote these back in 2014, 15, and uh, everything he said has basically comes to fruition. And it's not that. I'm happy about it. It's kind of frustrating because I really don't want that to happen. But it did. And uh, we got to deal with it. So from uh, Malcolm Nance, we're going to go with uh, Willie D. And it's the Oregon State Representative. And basically letting the supporters into the state house, And that's the report from Willie D. Now, Willie D. has a lot of gold records. I and mean, he's basically getting into political videos. Uh, a little frustrating for those two subjects. Anyway, I'm going to lighten it up a little bit. Matter of fact, I'm going to lighten it up a whole lot. Now I'm going to go with uh, uh, Amber Ruffin, uh from NBC Peacock Network. And, and he's got a piece called This Isn't Who We Are. And it's a little levity. And uh, on the same subject, you know, on um, who we are, not uh, even with the hard times that we have, like I said, it breaks it down a bit. Then I'm going to go totally right off the charts. I'm going to go to one of my favorite uh, comedians, and that's Martina Franklin. Marina Franklin. I don't know if I'm Mar-ina. Marina Franklin. And God's one of my favorites. I discovered her years ago with the girls, Women Who Kill. And, uh, years and years ago with, uh, Amy Schumer and a couple other young ladies and they did a stand-up comedy show. And it was absolutely to die for. And, uh, it's really great. So I, over the years, she's kind of like, kind of like, been not here, not there. But anyway, I found a new clip of hers. And it's called I'm Sexually Frustrating. And he's just so, he's just there, teeth That's what it's called. Okay, so that's Marina. Franklin's going to end up our little hour uh, with me in, in the midst of this thing. Is exactly. that still frustrating to see what's going on. Of course, you got to the black man killed in Texas again. Oh. Um, just never goes away. It uh, never goes away. But anyway. God have mercy on all of us. So anyway, I'm going to cut our show pretty short. For me, I'm not going to be doing too much talking. Probably a little bit in between. But... Here we go with uh, Malcolm X. Okay, and this is going done right now it's called the U.S. Capitol Insurrection, white supremacy on display with Malcolm X. So here we go.
0: On November 3rd, 2020, it was a triumphant day for American democracy. Vice President Joe Biden and Vice Presidential nominee Senator Kamala Harris defeated President Donald Trump and his vice president Mike Prince to represent the American people. The story should have ended there with a peaceful transfer of power. However, from the moment the election was called, right-wing extremists on their private forums were discussing armed opposition to Joe Biden's administration and liberals in general. They started referring to the election of 2020 as stolen, calling the legitimate and certified democratic process a coup d'etat Massive quantities of ammunition and guns were exchanging hands on public forums in response to a prospective insurrection. And the right-wing extremists underground, they were calling for Donald Trump to bring on the storm. The QAnon conspiracy belief that Trump should mass murder and or arrest Democrats who were all cannibalistic child sex traffickers. The phrase Democrat extinction was finding its way up from the darker parts of the Internet to being openly posted on Facebook and right-wing Twitter and Parler. President Trump himself launched a a call for election fraud and illegitimate uh, election. He and his followers called it a coup, and not one Republican politician lifted a finger in in opposition. Many would agree with Trump and his most violent uh, supporters and stoked the flames that would light the fuse to the powder keg of rebellion. That explosion occurred on 6 January 2021 at the Trump Stop the Steel rally. At the direction of the president, the U.S. Capitol was placed under siege without any security measures found in a national security event where the vice president, the vice president-elect, the Speaker of the House, and the president of the Senate pro tem were assembled in one spot. President Trump launched his followers to seize control of the Capitol, and they sought to likely harm the members once found inside. We now know there were likely capture-and-kill teams roaming around looking to find elected members. Had they successfully found incapacitated or injured Vice President Pence, Senator Harris, Speaker Pelosi, and Senator Grassley, all of whom were in the same room, the United States government would have been decapitated and reduced to one man, Donald Trump, who would have been left unscathed and in power. Yet the uprising is not over. Indeed, this is only the beginning. The U.S. Army and Marine Corps Counterinsurgency Field Manual, authored by General David Petraeus in 2000, defines insurgency as an organized movement aimed at the overthrow of a constituted government through the use of subversion and armed conflict. Insurgencies are inherently about seizing political power through arms and political chaos action their principal goal is to make existing government seem powerless feckless and incapable of protecting the common citizen this will be the objective of the soon to be out of power trump administration and the republican party holdovers who adhere to him trump and his family will not be going away with a fond farewell and cheery good wishes they have already started to transform themselves into a malicious political opposition machine that intends to destroy the Biden administration and, in their own terms, liberalism in America on every level. The Chinese communist leader Mao Zedong optimized modern insurgency by giving it three phases. The first phase is the most important. It is when insurgents trying to gain populist legitimacy by tearing down a solidly elected government through extreme political positions, propaganda, and mob action. It is then followed by terrorism armed resistance and toppling government by civil war should president trump remain politically viable there will likely be a trump party political wing that cues in the completely deniable militant wing as to where and when to sow chaos conduct terrorism and carry out armed actions with and without direct orders 2021 We'll see the four wings of a prospective trump movement trump his family the republican party hangers on their mainstream voters and the armed malicious terrorist and QAnon conspiracy cult will transform into an active insurgency which will bring governance into chaos set the stage for the collapse of the democratic party's coalition that defeated trump the armed contingents will likely join into an alliance of physical resistance forces and agitate for the largest rebellion since the Civil War. I call this gathering movement the Trump insurgency in the United States, or TITUS, T-I-T-U-S. It is wholly a white supremacist rebellion against the motto of the United States, E Pluribus Uno, from many one. They do not believe in any American, ex- America except one of subjugation and white tribalism. Their inherent privilege gave them the ability to attack the capital of the United States, attempt to overpower law enforcement, capture and kill our elected representatives, and be ushered out of murdering a policeman as if they were a peaceful Iowa high school tour group. One understandable, it's one, our understandable desire to ignore the warning signs, which we all saw with our own eyes, to assume the work, and at the time to temper their fervor is akin to sitting on a one-legged stool at the lip of a lava-filled volcano and rationalizing, because the final leg had not fallen off, that all will be well. It is a terribly and undeniably real. America is in a state of rebellion stoked by one man's own elevation of white tribalism. The people who will man this terrorist insurgency will look like your neighbors. They will look like the local banker, car salesman, tax accountant, gas station owner— heating and cooling technician because insurrectionists and insurgents are often one's own neighbors and they want to change American discourse away from democracy to domination by force. Is this specter of the Trump insurgency just alarmist speculation? Hardly. Like coronavirus, they don't care what you think. They view American democratic liberalism as foreign, alien. The word they are calling us all now is communist and justifiably irradicable. How do we defuse the fire? For a start, the rule of law and the tenets of the Constitution must be held up as an anvil of justice. Many hundreds of insurrectionists must be held to account. It will be slow, politically distasteful, and people may lose their lives. To quote the immortal words of Jeanette Vasquez, whatever you're going to do, you better do it fast before these insurrectionists launch a full-blown, Nationwide white supremacist insurgency. Thank you all for listening to my remarks.
3: Well, how do we handle this? That was security expert. I mean, this guy is, he was a special forces, you know, SEAL Team 6 type guy. We never really understood his rank. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was way, way up there. Uh, he speaks something like six different languages. And he's very prolific. He talks. You see him a lot on uh, George v. uh You see him a lot on, uh, on Stephanie Miller uh, uh, on Free Speech TV. And uh, uh, basically on MSNBC. Uh, Brian Williams, he has him on a lot. Uh, the guy is just so informative. But he's, he's been boots on the ground. And when you got boots on the ground, you understand how all of this works and gives you an insight as to what we're up against. And what we're up against is our next-door neighbor. Like he said, the insurgent is from everybody, they're, they're just normal everyday people They get caught up and has been caught up and after the inaugural ceremonies on January the 20th, it's not going to go away, it's just going to get intensified, it's just going to get a little bit crazier. Like the last boy said, when I said, you know, way back in the 70s, what you gonna do when the revolution comes? Oh, Gil Scott here is my friend. Yeah, the revolution is here. Ain't no joke about it. It's devastating to all of us. And we're all in because it's all on our front door. It's all on our front door. Anyway, I'm going to go to my little clip, as I say, from Willie Geek. And this is from oh not that long ago, about maybe uh, six months ago, he was talking, Willie Geek was talking about in Oregon State how one of the representatives actually let The stormtroopers into the state building. I mean, he physically went over and encouraged them to come in with their guns and everything. And this is what I'm playing this for to show you basically what it would look like when they start to release the video of the congressional members who let in the rioters. The white supremacists, the Nazis, all of these crazies into the U.S. Capitol and how they stormed in. This is what happened about six months ago in the state of Oregon, and you're going to get an idea of what happened at the U.S. Capitol. So here we're going to go with Willie D. talking about Oregon State uh, Representative Machine letting Trump supporters into the state capitol. Okay, here we go. What's up,
1: family? Recently, the U.S. Capitol was overran by Trump supporters, ultimately resulting in the death of five people including dun, 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 a police officer. Yeah fam, MAGA, the love you blue, killed one of their own. Can you believe it? I can, they do it every day. In any event fam, the thugs were caught on camera, storming the offices of Nancy Pelosi and they even made their way to Congress chambers. Fam, since then, the FBI has been arresting people left and right who thought they had gotten away with a felony crime. Now footage has surfaced of a similar incident that went down in Oregon back in December 2020. It shows Oregon State Representative Mike Neerman actually letting pro Trump supporters inside of the Oregon Capitol building. Yeah, fam. It's a family affair. They're all in the same gang. Gang family. They're all in the same gang. I said it before. The reason why these police officers are able to get away with what they get away with, besides the fact they ain't getting clapped back, is the protection that members of Congress give them. Because at any moment, Congress runs the show, fam. So at any moment, these state representatives, all your rep- your, your Congress people, and all these people, at any moment, they could just say, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're going in on them." We're going in on them. And they could bring every last one of them to you, but they won't do it. You know why? Because they're actually out there doing their bidding. The reason it took so long for slavery to be abolished in the U.S. had more to do with members of Congress owning enslaved people than it did slave owners. Believe that, fam. The will of the slave owning congress members was greater than any will of any slave owner outside of congress that's why it took so long that's why it took so long for civil rights bills to be passed that's how you get jim crow that's where the Tuskegee syphilis experiment come from. That's where crack cocaine come from. Underfunding the schools come from. The bombing of Tulsa comes from. Mass incarceration. All of this fam is Congress is doing. These so-called forefathers and the gentlemen and the gentle lady and the gen- fucking criminals fam. One big old mob. No more talk. Look at what the readers talk about. Well, there
3: you have Willie we Dick. And I basically just spoke I said it was six months ago That's December of 2020 With the Oregon State Representative Letting The rioters <laughs> What a funny word Into the state capitol you No, know, they're white terrorists Alright They are local grown domestic terrorists That's all these guys are Period You gotta call for what it really is And what about, why is all of this chaos coming down? Votes. Votes. It's taken 400 years. Finally, the blacks and the browns and the natives have got the vote. And they're doing everything in their world to suppress us from voting. I mean, it's killing them. That's why I vote. I vote for my great-great-grandfather and grandmother. I vote for all of them that came over here with slaves. Hey, I don't care if I'm sick. I crawl to the voting poll to I will get there. But I don't really have to do that much. I just have my voting by mail. And usually when I get my ballot, I fill it out the same day. And I drive to the mailbox and drop it in. In person. Okay, I walk into the post office and drop it into the box. The same day, within several hours. I don't wait to do anything. I make sure mine's in. they going to start counting or not counting. Mine's going to be there. And you know what? Was it Stalin that said, you can vote all you want? It comes down to the person who counts the votes." States, the Abrams found that out, you know, when she was running for governor in Georgia. You can vote all you want, but it's people who count the votes. The one that counts the votes who decide who wins. And you've got that firsthand. And That's why she created Fair Fight. And there are other organizations that go right along that. Now, basically, one of the situations is that. Why are three or four different layers of these voting registration? You know, uh communities or these groups that are doing this. Well, what did grandma and grandpa and mother say? Don't put all your eggs into one basket. Sound familiar? Huh? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Because you figure that one of the eggs don't get dropped One of the baskets is going to get dropped But you got to the baskets that you can run with. Okay, there's always going to be deceit. You're going to try to crush one of the organizations. So you just go to the other one that's set up that continues on and does the same thing. So... Anyway, I'm gonna get out of this a little bit. It's really kind of disheartening. Like I said, I've been watching Gail King early this morning. And she depressed me at times. I love her to death. And talking about of uh, this change, you know, I think I've said years ago, and I've said it before, you know, I'm not a great Liz change fan. I've never been, but. This time hey, I'd go into battle with her. If she leaves, I'd go right, I'd be behind her. I'll back her play. Reminds me of Joan of Arc, right? He led France. But we know how they end that. After she was the war, they burned her at the stake. So it's kind of a crazy situation amongst everything. You know this brave woman who has the nerve to stand up and say, Hey, this is wrong. And everybody else said back like deer in the headlines. But oh yeah. It's true. It really is. So anyway, speaking of white women in leadership. We're going to go a little bit with uh, We're going to get a little levity And This is Amber Ruffin And uh, you know she's a writer For uh, Seth Meyers And uh, I think She also wrote a little bit for Saturday Night Live She got her own show called it, Amber Ruffin Show And streams on Peacock Which is an NBC Production Really well, really good So anyway she's going to stop it's a little levity, just a little bit of comedy Just that We're talking about the same thing But we're going to kind of Cool it down a little bit So we're going to have some kind of levity Because you don't want to get too bored With all of it. But anyway This is Amber Ruffin, And it's called This Ain't Who We Are And this is a little Just to Blow the water Blow the tensions off a little bit ready here
4: we go this has been one crazy (laughs) week in america so we're gonna do our best to talk about it tonight and to process it and then we're gonna push it aside and try to have some fun okay does that sound good to you terry
1: sounds great to me
4: okay so now like most americans i was glued to the news this week watching that insane series of events unfold. A mob of Trump-supporting terrorists stormed the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday in an effort to overturn a fair and legal election and subvert democracy. It has honestly been a lot to take in, and my personal feelings have ranged from rage to devastation to embarrassment. But the largest takeaway for me feels too important to put into words. So I wanted to put it in a song. That's right. Black people got to sit this one out and just watch it from the sidelines. And frankly, I love that for us. So if black people didn't create this mess, who did? Well, there seemed to be some confusion in the media about that this week. The press was calling the folks who stormed the Capitol building protesters and Trump supporters. And in one case, West Virginia state delegate. That's an actual West Virginia state delegate who filmed himself storming the Capitol building. I'm not making that up. But in actuality, the people who gathered in Washington on Wednesday are Nazis, traitors, and fascists. That's what they are. I don't know why it is so hard for reporters to call them that. It's easy. Look, I'll show you in a game called Nazis, traitors, or fascists. police officer opened a gate to let an angry mob into a government building. Now, which one is he? A Nazi, a traitor, or a fascist? That's right, he's a traitor. And how about the guy in the Camp Auschwitz shirt? That's right, he's a Nazi. Now, this guy with the Confederate flag? That's right, he's a traitor. That flag literally means traitor. There was a whole war because of it. Senators Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, they tried to stop the electoral count and overturn our democracy, making them... That's right, fascists and traitors. And, of course, this bitch is all three. This has been Nazis, traitors, or fascists. See? That was easy. I can do it, and I didn't even go to a journalism school. I'm just a lady with a math and some words. Now... As anyone with eyes can see, Wednesday's terrorist attack was committed by, for the most part, a big old bunch of white people. Look at that. That riot was whiter than a piece of chalk clapping on the ones and threes at a Little Big Town concert. It was so white, the Queen of England was there. Well, I assume that was the Queen of England, because if it wasn't, why would police be helping her down the stairs? Now, I get why white men are mad. They've had control over this country for 200 years, and now they feel like it might be slipping away. They've been cheating the system, and they know the jig is up. But why were white women there? To feel superior, white supremacists need someone to treat like crap. And when there are no black people around, who do you think is the most expendable? That's right, white women. And on Wednesday, the Capitol Police showed these white women just how expendable they are. They were beaten up and maced and even killed. But despite that, white women continue to align themselves with white supremacy. 55% of them voted for Trump this year. White women, why are you signing up for this shit? Those white men hate minorities and you're a minority. You think you're a member of the cool club, but that's not true because one, this club is not cool. Mm -mm. And two, they hate you. You can't be the oppressor and a minority. You need to pick a lane. And the lane you're choosing sucks. This one is way more fun. It's the only lane with good food. Now, we've talked a lot so far about what this white mob did at the Capitol building this week. But what we have not talked about are the consequences they faced because there weren't nearly enough. Police did not intimidate them with riot gear. They did not fill the Capitol with tear gas or use rubber bullets. In fact, in one instance, a police officer was caught on film taking selfies with the rioters. Oh, he hey, calf! hey, calf! Hey, cop. hey, cop. What is happening? Why are they taking a selfie? Cops treat innocent black people like criminals and criminal white people like fans at a BTS concert. And two days after these events unfolded, the vast majority of people involved in this event still have not been arrested. They have not been reprimanded by the police in any way, which brings us to a segment called One Time. This man is stealing a podium from the U.S. Capitol. One time, I was stopped by the police for skipping down the street. They stopped me and frisked me for skipping, and that is not a bit. This man broke into Nancy Pelosi's office and put his feet up on her desk. Then he stole a piece of her mail and posed for pictures with it. One time, the police followed me to my house for being outside of my house. They made me go inside of my house, get my ID and prove I lived in my house because I had been outside of my house. This man dressed up like a Viking and stormed into the Senate chamber. One time, when I was wearing 100% totally normal clothes and riding with my friend in a normal car, I got reprimanded by a cop for being a prostitute. This man climbed onto the dais in the United States Senate, threw his fist in the air, and shouted, Trump won that election. One time, a police pulled a gun on me for no reason. Just kidding. That wasn't one time. It has happened to me multiple times. I've been harassed by the police one million times for nothing. But these people put on their MAGA hats and guns and broke the law and punched and pepper sprayed and fought cops. And most of them went home and faced no consequences. A bunch of them went to this fancy hotel and hung out in the lobby like nothing happened. Just straight lounging. You know what I thought when I saw that clip? I wish I could walk around with the freedom these people enjoy just one time. Now, the news was a crazy mess this week, but there was one common theme in the chaos. Politicians and reporters couldn't stop talking about how shocked they were. But I wasn't shocked. I knew shenanigans would be afoot the second I heard that patriots were gathering at the Capitol to save America. Look, I would never racially profile anyone, but there's only one thing whiter than a grown man in a MAGA hat waving a Confederate flag. A patriot. Ask any black person what they think when they hear the word patriot, and they'll tell you that a patriot is a racist with a flag pin. Now, if I was walking down the street and someone said, here comes a patriot, I would run. And when patriots get together, nothing good happens. I bet they laughed their asses off at the first patriots meeting in 1776 when 41 slave owners signed the Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal. (laughs) Good one. Tommy J, do me a favor. Peek outside and see if my Negro is still tied up next to my horse. A patriot is defined as someone who loves their country. But these people actually hate America. You know who loves America? The people who fight voter suppression. The people who fight for the rights of the less fortunate. The people who risk their lives to try to make America keep its promise to everyone, not just to some people. A common refrain I keep hearing this week was, this is not who we are. But unfortunately, that is not true. This is who we are. America is not better than this. We have seen it over and over again the last four years, and we've seen it throughout American history. America is built on a foundation of oppression and prejudice and unfair distribution of power. The Founding Fathers set it up that way, and we've been living with the consequences ever since. So if you've been saying that this week, stop. Stop saying this is not who we are and start asking, what can I do to change it? Because in the meantime, every white person and your grandma is trying to bring down the government. No, I mean it. Your grandma was there. Uh, Come get her. Wait, wait, don't go anywhere. I have big news. I have my own YouTube channel now. Yay! Be sure to subscribe for a lot of show clips and a lot of digital exclusives and a lot of this. (laughs) See you there.
3: Anyway, there you go. A little level dinky. Now I'm going to go way, way off, the, way off the rocket ship with this one. Like I said earlier in the show, this is one of my favorite female comedians. Marina Franklin. Uh, I discovered her here okay, with the uh, Women Who Kill. If you've never seen that, it's absolutely fun. It's several years old, but you get the gist of how things really work. And, uh, like I said, I totally love think He's fantastic. And, uh, like I said, I haven't heard from him in, oh, a couple of years. And then, finally, he surfaced. I happened to just stumble upon this YouTube video from Comedy Central. And, uh, I was just really elated to get this so, anyway, without first ado, we're going to bring the temperature way down to where it's just, just normal and fun, okay? Before we get out of here, and this is uh, Marina Franklin. Enjoy. Enjoy. Like I used to date, white guys,
2: now I'm going back to black. It's time, though. It's time to... It's time to bring it back to the community. I feel like I'm talking to a jury. I gotta bring it back. You know, help some brothers out. I met a brother, we'll see what happens, I don't know. He's from England, though, so it's different. Yeah, very posh English, you know, which is very specifically different, because I never met a brother that moved like this, because he, you know... oh. And he sips tea. He takes time for tea. I'm sexually frustrated, he's just sipping tea. (laughs) Beautiful man, oh, he's beautiful face, you know. So it's just, it's frustrating, you know. Sipping tea. So this rage came out of me. I couldn't control what I said. He's just sipping tea, and I just looked at him. I said, I don't want to sip tea anymore, okay? I want to sit on your face. (laughs) Couldn't help it; it just came out. I mean, he was like, "Whoa, whoa!" I want to sit on your face, okay?
4: Tea time is over. Yeah!
2: Thank you. I feel like that joke really separates the girls from the women in this room, okay? There's some women in here like, yeah, I sit on a motherfucker's face. That's right, just sit sit on that motherfucker, sit on it. Put your weight on that motherfucker. (laughs) And there's some girls in here like, she's a creep. (laughs) Like, I would never. It's gross. Girl, I could do both. I grew up in Highland Park. I'm bilingual. <laughs> yeah. That's my black girl magic. I can be like, mm, oh, my God, why? Because, like, the first brother I went back, he was rough. I felt like a white girl dating him. <laughs> I did. I was like, this is weird. He was so rough. Like, on the date, like, I asked him to come pick me up. He got upset. He's like, what do you mean, huh? I'm gonna come pick you up. You tell me where you live, you gotta be specific. I got a nice car and shit. Police could pull me over or you could fucking walk. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? (laughs) Walk like, why would I do that? I'm not a walker. And like, why are you so angry? Where does that come from? Where does it come from? And the police are here to protect you. Thank you, that joke doesn't always work. Thank you for getting that. Some people are laughing, some people are like, yes, the police are here to protect you. I had a girl one time get upset with me about that joke. She's like, we don't talk like that. (laughs) Yeah, you do. She's like, no, we don't. And besides, that joke's like racist. Slightly. (laughs) Oh, I do that voice so well. Because it's mine.
3: And Yeah, have Rena of Franklin. Like I said, we just need a little remedy. And I uh, apologies to my sister One and Sandy and to much care. But anyway, it's comedy, what can I tell you? Like I said, we just need to bring it down a notch because it's absolutely nuts around here. So, just a little levity for the day, along with a lot of seriousness, right? And I tell you, we will get through this. We got to make our no choice. You know, we've got no choice but to overcome all this madness. You know, keep our heads high and make sure you vote every chance you get so we can overturn this madness. And the case you think about this, is that it's not going to go away. All right, the only thing you can expose through, things that are in the dark come to light. Well, things that are not in the light, they're like, whoop, we've been telling you all the time this has been this way forever. And nobody ever believed this, ever in life. Bill, now you see it firsthand. Now you believe it, you see it, and you got it straight up and down, and ain't nobody else gonna tell you that it's not true because you've seen it firsthand. This is Kenneth Howard Smith. Listening
2: to the award-winning radio show from SDC Radio Works. This is Smith. It's Talk Radio Magazine with your host Kenneth Howard Smith. Thanks for listening. is a radio station of the
4: sdc radio networks
1: lock it on to the best station on the net around the planet on the world wide web the daily dose don't go anywhere in the mix